at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. Oh, what the wind will do above my head to blow my mind when I whisper onto your lips. The incredibility of your reaction to me has always been such a magnanimous increase to my aimed feats. Past the fears of past defeats, past the believable to reach the epitome of release. Past that of what was thought to be your highest peak. Only with your permission will I complete. Non-verbally challenging me to withstand the time of your intuition. And knowing your body's limits, or rather your heart's limits. From me to you may not be enough once we finished. I have every tool needed to assist you in your solidification of thoughts to open for me, to me, to fix it all except the gimmies of the world that comes with the sacrificial. The period after Mr. The issuing after the bestow like a band with a loose hold, hoping to tighten as we grow, closer to molding into one soul that glows when approached by the cold, to comfort the heated, the embraces of the crash, to last with it long enough to enjoy and bask in it. Will I be what's allowed to spend time finding the right timings, to season it with the leaves of time accented on every mention of me in your mind's sight. However, if your nervousnesses are precise, then it will just be an incomparable silent night. The interesting thing about this piece is um, when I wrote it, I was the exact contradiction to everything I'm about to say um, in mind, in belief, in spirit, and just everything at the time that I represented or, or opposite of what I wanted to represent, as a matter of fact. Um, the opposite of what I actually represent now um, and it was basically pointing out the fact that you are who you are and you can be exactly who you want to be the only thing that will last is who you are genuinely when you're in any situation any circumstance um, I said that to say 
I trust people based on the circumstances I've seen them in. I trust them based on who I know them to be. See, a lot of times we get disappointed in them and we get angry at them. And then after a while passes, and sometimes even a short period, we get angry at ourselves for believing them or believing in them. When really the problem starts with us, we place these unrealistic expectations on people and ourselves when we really don't have a genuine belief there. Sometimes we have in our past or for some of us in our present, we have decided to place this belief in people that we hope they can live up to. Sometimes we let them know and it's known to them that that's what we feel, that's what we think. And other times they don't even know. So while they're on their journey trying to be whoever they're going to be, we hold them to a standard that we don't even hold ourselves to. And although the the delivery and the the surface part of this conversation comes off as something only and solely intimate, it is intimate in a sense of how we present ourselves from a vantage point of this is me sincerely when it's in fact not really me sincerely it's who I want you to believe me to be and who I strongly believe I can be a lot of times we are our best version of ourselves when nobody else is around or when certain people are around the hardest part to digest is when we're called out for not being genuinely who we are inside and expressing it outwardly you know um, whether it's in a, a, a boyfriend girlfriend or whatever your relationship preference is or it's in a marriage the understanding comes when you both know that who you are you're bringing that to the table and that person can trust that that's what you bring to the table what hurts us a lot of times is that when we bring ourselves to the table or we feel like we're bringing enough of ourselves to the table but we also expect that other person to be in a space where they can feel comfortable bringing themselves to the table we know us so well we know our individual selves so well that we feel like everybody else ought to know us too everybody else ought to trust us that's not the case that is absolutely not the case what happens is in us knowing ourselves we forget that we had to get to know ourselves in order to know ourselves and even with that we're constantly evolving we're constantly breaking into new territories enlarging what we have come to know is our norm and once we do that we have we forget that other people are doing the same thing inside of all their trials and tribulations and things that they go through we don't understand that and one of the universal getaways has always been sex it's always been a place where we can feel that desire or we can feel desired by someone that sees us in a certain light that comforts us that gives us that pleasurable experience that takes our mind and our body to some place different from what we're experiencing at the time it's difficult to really digest when you don't really face it 
but when you say it it doesn't mean that before i said it or before you say it it didn't exist it just means that you didn't really take the time to understand that that's what it was and not what you wanted it to seem like or to look like you know and there's nothing wrong with that this is not an attack on anyone that wants things just to be different that wants to feel different that has this idea of their circumstances and themselves that they would rather have that version versus the version that they wake up to the version that they deal with on a day-to-day basis there's so much success in our lives that sometimes we forget that that's not always the case that that's not how it's always been we focus a lot on what people think rather than what we actually know we can't hold people accountable for not knowing what we don't tell them but in turn we don't have to tell them everything and since we don't have to tell them everything and we know what it is to know about ourselves in that moment why don't we take those things that make us who we are in that moment use them to make ourselves stronger you know a lot of the subject matters they start out a certain way but then they evolve into what we're talking about now yeah i know you probably thought it was just going to be some sexual um denotion or connotation yeah those are in there those undertones are in there but what do we do when we are in that space sex is usually one of the things we gravitate to because that's one of those instantaneously gratifying circumstances that have us in a space where it takes our mind completely away from whatever we're dealing with at least long enough to know that there's a different feeling that we're entitled to now um, I mean of course I've been guilty of it myself but we all know that sex is not always the answer sometimes we have to take it to a higher place until we're ready for sex in general we're ready for sex in general then that sex in itself becomes heightened in the experience but when we're not really ready for the sex that comes with us being in a space of tranquility and understanding that things are going to come things are going to happen no pun intended we can't really fully enjoy that experience long past it it's not about being in love it's not about um trying to vet for someone to be a truly significant other it's about you understanding how significant you are and you making a choice based on you genuinely thinking and feeling and wanting that in the moment and knowing when there's a difference between something that's instantaneously gratifying and something that's keeping you from focusing on the things that you really need to focus on now I will never be one to tell you to turn down what makes you feel good. But I will be one to tell you that if that feeling is only going to be temporary, then it does you no good. Because after that temporary feeling has worn off, now you're back to searching for that same buzz, that same high, that same elevation. Now, in this particular piece, yes, the day before Valentine's Day, but I am going to release it on Valentine's Day because I really want people to practice loving themselves first. Before you can get a nut, you got to get you. Before you could ever 
inflict whatever it is that you want to put out there, that energy you want to get out. You have to understand what it takes to please you, what you're willing to sacrifice and what actually is a sacrifice. There's a digestion that takes place of information, of energy, of, you know, yourself and understanding who you are in every situation understanding your decisions why you made those decisions because with me there was a point in time in my life as to where all I wanted to do was digest you all I wanted to do was taste you all I wanted to do was lift you because I knew my abilities I knew what I was capable of I knew that if I did this I don't know I no longer had to question my significance in the world I no longer had to try to think hard about what my worth was until I realized I was more than that. Yeah, I still possess those same abilities, but now I have a better understanding of who I am and where I should place those abilities, who I should taste, how I should taste, who I should hold, how I should hold, and in turn, who I should take to that plane where I can fold take to that space where I can be as bold as I need to be take to that space wherever it is she can be in the best space that she's ever dreamed of except in this particular case she's with me now with everything I just said that is how I think on a daily basis but how how would it sound if I spoke like that all the time people would think that I generally would just come out and after I rehearsed what I would say, but no, it actually is more compromising for me to say these things in this manner than it is for me to say the things the way I just said, the way they come out of my head, the way I really feel as if I should give it out so we can both be spiritually, intimately fed. That's who I am. And I've gotten to a point as to where I can be me and I can be all versions of me and I don't have to do so secretly. I can be exactly who I strive to be. And I encourage all of you to do exactly the same. Love. Thank you.
would like to express my deepest appreciation for you taking the time to listen to this episode of At The Sound Of My Voice. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to leave a voicemail, a comment, or a review. If you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on At The Sound Of My Voice or any of our social platforms, please email us at channel82 at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-N-N-E-L, the number 8, T-Y, the number 2, at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at at underscore the underscore sound underscore of underscore my underscore voice for even more content and updates. And stay tuned for our merch coming very soon.